Rocky Mountain Mile High Region. What is up? A Cinco de Mayo edition of Denver Sports Tonight. Cecil Amy here riding solo. Going to be talking about the Denver Nuggets. Don't you worry about that. Plenty of Denver Nuggets talk coming up. That's going to be at 645. In the meantime... Of course, I'm going to talk about the Denver Broncos. I'm going to talk about the NFL draft. I'm going to bring Dump on Cinco de Mayo. I hope you have a safe and happy holiday weekend. And uh, what is it on Blue Streak? Did you ever see Blue Streak, KJ? Yeah. When Martin Lawrence, where he's like, ay, 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 El Gato in his <laughs> pantalones. Like, he just said, you just had a big cat in your pants. Like, yes. Um, as a Chicano, this is a great, a fantastic holiday for me. And what does it mean? The 5th of May. <laughs> it's the 5th of May, right? Right. Yeah, there you go. So uh, everyone, do it up. Have a great time. And, of course, as always, be safe. Use the rideshare apps and all that sort of stuff. But anyway, we are here to talk sports. We are here to talk about the Nuggets that's coming up. And honestly, I kind of, well, you'll be shocked to know I, I, I don't say, I'm not going to say I don't want to. Because that sounds bad, and then, of course, I got people saying, like, well, you're just a football guy. Yeah, but I flipping love basketball. I love basketball. But this whole Suns thing, like, Nugs and Four, come on. And Suns and Four guy, who, by the way, isn't allowed anywhere. Is he allowed in the state of Colorado? Do we allow that? No, no, I think they got the the facial recognition stuff at uh, Ball Arena, so he's not going to be allowed there. And, And, by the way, the two morons that he punched, or I guess he punched the one guy, and then the other guy was a moron with him, like, yeah, you guys are morons and idiots. So, Nuggets Nation, uh, if you will allow me to say this, we're not going to claim those two, okay? Because you saw their post on Instagram after that, and they were uh, they were probably saying things they should not be saying, definitely not be saying. So, yeah, those guys are morons, and they got punched in the face in Sons and Four. Well, guess who's getting punched in the face now? No, I'm not promoting violence. But, yeah, it's the Sons. I mean, Derek and my man ZB, they're talking predictions and what's going to happen. And Derek's off the top rope, but he's like 115, 89. I'm like, eh, I could see like a 115, 100, you know, 115, 105, something like that. Nugs pull away. But this is Nugs and four. Did we even have to discuss it? Again, I said I would start at 645 and I didn't really want to talk about it. And here I am rambling on about it. And here's the reason why. The Denver Nuggets are the best team in the West. Make it. Make it. Make the finals. I'm sick and tired of the falling short every single year. You've been in a window since the bubble. I know, I know, injuries, okay? And injuries have been critical for this team along the way, thinking of the Jamal Murray injury specifically, but even, you know, Aaron Gordon's been big. MPJ, of course, seems to be hurt all the time, whatever. Like, listen, the Nuggets have the talent to win it all. And not just what Charles Barkley said. And uh, did we get BK's permission to have Charles Barkley on? (laughs) That's like his best friend. But anyway, like, uh, it's not just what Chuck says. And the round mound rebound knows a thing or two about hoops. And that's why I'm like, the Suns are no threat whatsoever. Nugs and four, done. If you want to say gentlemen sweep and, oh, I think uh, Drew Spivak, hashtag bring back Spivak, before he left the studio tonight, he was like, ah, this, the Suns are going to win this one. I'm like, okay, uh, how? <laughs> right? 
unless the Denver Nuggets are absolutely awful, tremendously awful, um, like, okay, how? Uh, that's the thing. That's the situation I look at with the Denver Nuggets, and I go, there, there's no way they lose to the Suns. I'm sick of talking about the Suns. I'm sick of Suns and Four Guy. Um, I'm sick of, hey, they don't have Hey, uh, you'll be shocked to know. KJ, this uh, might be breaking news. Uh, Chris Paul choked in the playoffs again. Mm. Like, you know, I, I mean, we didn't see that one coming, huh? I don't even follow basketball closely because I'm in. I'm breaking down Phil of Jaleel McLaughlin. That's a weird flex, bro. But okay. But like, yeah, okay. So right. I love basketball. I'm watching from a distance. I'm not jumping in the locker room like D Mac every day or whatever. The last time I was in the Nuggets locker room, I think Malik Beasley was still on the team, and I asked him how many pairs of Jordans he had. He said nine, and then he asked me how many I had, and I lied because I was like, I. One, Malik Beasley's like a zillionaire, right? And I'm just a radio guy. But I was like, oh, I got it. You know, I got, I got some. 100. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, I think I had 120 at the time. I only have 111 now. But, like, yeah, so it's it's been a minute. Uh, and the strange looks, because, again, I always make fun of Nuggets Media because they're mostly awful. couple of nice guys. Chris Dempsey, of course, is that's my dude. That's my dude. I love Chris Dempsey. So, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's a couple of Nuggets uh, media that are that are a bit of all right, in my opinion, but a lot of fanboys with badges, and it's kind of sickening. And when I'd go to you know twenty five thirty Nuggets games, I'd get the crazy eyed look, like, "What are you doing here? <laughs> like, what is what's going on? Why are you here? You're the football guy." I'm like, "Yeah, but I flip and love basketball. In fact, people that know me my whole life know that I love basketball, um, or, or think of me as a basketball guy." I, I'm not going to say I love basketball more than I love football because Lord knows I love the game of football. But, like, yeah, I mean, I I know the Suns are of no threat to the Denver Nuggets. So can you just sweep them? Can you please kick their ass, wipe the floor with them, and move on? All right? Move on. And people are talking about the next matchup and what are the Nuggets and, oh, my God, and, oh, no, and, the, and then you get the paranoid people that say, and by the way, paranoia is just a keen awareness of one's surroundings. If you think you're paranoid, well, that's going in your file. But, like, the paranoid Nuggets fans will be like, oh, my, don't talk about the next one. you got to take care of business. What business? What business do the Suns even have being here? Okay? They're a four-player team that's now down one of their four. All right? They've got Aiton. They've got Durant. They've got Booker. That's it. You're going to tell me a three-person team is going to beat the Denver Nuggets, who can bring wave after wave after wave at you, and by the way, have the best player on the planet. All apologies to Joel Embiid. Like, okay, uh, whatever. MV- the MVP stuff was stupid. If you are triggered by the fact that Embiid won the MVP, I just got to tell you that that's the hardware that doesn't matter, baby. You even think Nikola Jokic is concerned about that? You know what he's looking for this year? It's a championship ring, and I applaud that. And I want... When the time is necessary, Nikola Jokic to just further put his stamp on this league. Already in the conversation, we could talk about how Nikola Jokic is one of the greatest big men of all time in terms of skill. If you have no rings, I'm not going to say you're going to be forgotten in the conversation, but you're going to be Dan Marino. If I talk about from a passing standpoint, Dan Marino 
might be the best passer in NFL history. His release was like lightning quick, just this blur. His accuracy, his pass placement, his field vision. He wasn't real fleet of foot. In fact, I think the Statue of Liberty could beat Dan Marino in a 40-yard dash. But either way, my point is this. What's my point? If Nikola Jokic doesn't win at all, he's Barry Sanders. And I love Barry Sanders, so I'm not even saying that as an insult. Obviously, it's not. I'm not saying he's Dan Marino as an insult. But if you don't have any rings, you can't be mentioned among the greatest. And just on his skill, just his physical ability, you can mention him as the greatest. Now, if I open up the Ramoslaw.com text line, of course, I see people that say, well, Cecil, like 10 years ago, you were like totally down. And like, okay, here's the thing. I wanted to see Nikola Jokic take that next step. All right? So if you're everyone saying like, well, you said he wasn't a superstar. Yeah, because years ago when he wasn't even an all-star, he wasn't a superstar. Was the potential always there? Yes. But what does Mark Schlereth always say on these airwaves? Potential is a dirty, filthy word. So was I going to sit there and be like, oh, it's the potential. You know who, who had potential? Antonio McDice. Nikola Jokic, to his credit, stayed healthy for the most part, reached that potential, went beyond that potential, went basically three-time MVP. Can we just say that? Because I think if you're a Nuggets fan, good, congrats, awesome. Just talk normally about your team, please. Not everything's perfect. Michael Malone does have some issues that he could clean up. Like, And this is all on Malone. I saw the graphic today. KJ and I were talking about it. Like, Steve Kerr's the only coach left of the last four championship teams in the NBA. Steve Kerr is the only coach that's left. This NBA is turning into not for long, or as Brandon Stokely says, what have you done for me lately, league, or should I say association? So, yeah, I give Nikola Jokic a zillion tons of credit because he went from someone who was an all-star snub to being the greatest big man in basketball, to being the greatest passing big man perhaps of all time. But if you do not get a ring, and this is the way sports works, we're going to remember him here forever and ever and ever and ever. There's no doubt. There's no question. We're going to remember him forever and ever and ever. Um, and it'll be beloved memories. The memories you're getting right now, if you can watch them, and I don't want to be mean. Nobody say that I'm mean. Nobody say that I'm being a bully. But, yes, there are tons of people that cannot watch the Denver Nuggets. If you can watch them, then you're seeing something special. You're seeing something special that you will always remember. And I will put it this way. You are seeing something like you saw with the Orange Crush defense. And I don't want to talk smack about one of the most beloved defenses of all time in Denver. Because if you go outside Denver and you might know Orange Crush, and if you're of a certain age, then maybe some people might remember. But in Denver, we love the Orange Crush, right? We love Orange Crush. Outside of Denver, they're not remembered perhaps as much as they should be. I'll say this. I'll take it outside of Denver. The Dome Patrol. How many people remember the Dome Patrol other than Vic Fangio every day? How many people truly remember... Pat Swilling, Ricky Jackson, Vaughn Johnson, and Sam Mills. They're the greatest four linebackers that played together in NFL history. Better than any of the Steelers linebackers, 
veterinary the Giants linebackers, veterinary the Bears linebackers, the greatest group of linebackers. And notice how I say Steelers, Bears, and Giants, all who won Super Bowls. But I bring up the Saints for a reason why they didn't win at all. Probably because, what, Bobby Hebert was their quarterback? That was awful. So, Nikola Jokic is giving you great memories. Again, if you can watch them, and that's not being mean, so no one say I was mean. But if you can watch them, then that's... You're you're seeing a, a, a you're seeing history, you know what I mean. And I think as sports fans, we don't we don't live in the moment as much as we should. Honestly, I think just as people in general, you're and I'm gonna mess up the quote, and I can't remember who said it. But there's two things that shouldn't bother you that do: uh, memories and anxiety. Like be in the moment, be today, be right now. Understand what you're doing and where you're at right now. Be proud of where you're at right now. Now, work forward and work towards your goals. Don't be necessarily haunted by those memories. And I think sports fans, we get caught up in the future if you if you stink, right? Look at Broncos fans. What are Broncos fans talking about right now? I hope Sean Payton gets us to the playoffs. Okay, that's the future. Where are you at right now? Well, we don't know yet. We can't answer that. And so what do Broncos fans then do? Start talking about Super Bowl 50. Man, you remember Super Bowl 50? Remember Derek Wolf? They remember berries. And it's very dangerous. It's something that I've cautioned Broncos fans that you do not want to be Cowboys fans. KJ, you're a pretty young cat. I bet the Cowboys in their last championship, top of my head, 95, whatever, you probably weren't born then. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was just guessing that, but that's true. Okay, now now make sure back me up, uh, Wikipedia. Uh, see, uh, uh, you'll be shocked to know I'm not a Cowboys fan, but yeah, in the mid '90s, when Troy Aikman was hoisting the Lombardi Trophy, and Jerry Jones, who may or may not have had plastic surgery, I can't believe it, but I mean, there's a little bit of a tell because every uh, Jerry Jones' skin is pulled so tight that every time he smiles, his arm goes up. But either way. In those mid nineties, KJ, you weren't even born. No, not not yet. Um, my parents they were a little slow about you know. So, you know. <laughs> so what was the last year of the Cowboys championship? Ninety five. Ninety five. There you go. There you go. Class of ninety five. That one's for Drew Spivak. Go watch Just Friends, everybody. You'll be able to do that because this God blessed game doesn't start for two more hours. Two hour an hour and a half. Don't make me do math. Either way. For me, with the Denver Nuggets, and people are like, oh, my God, the Denver Nuggets, and this is great. Like, what do they do against the Suns? They're going to kick their ass, okay? Bottom line. And I don't even care if Spivak's right, and they're like, the Suns get this one. Like, uh, whatever. The Suns aren't winning anything, okay? The Suns are not beating the Nuggets. So for me, and this is where I said I didn't want to talk about it, and I've talked about it for 20 minutes, I don't really care until at least the Western Conference Final, if not the NBA Finals. I am sick and tired of this team with a ton of potential, okay? Ever since the bubble, 57! Ever since the bubble. And when Nikola Jokic takes that next step, he becomes 
the greatest passing big man of all time. You've got no ring. And it doesn't matter. Basketball is entertaining. You know what else is entertaining? The Mandalorian. Maybe not this season. It was okay. But either way, like, for everyone out there, it's like, why are you a fan? Nuggets fans. First off, Nuggets media, mostly full of fanboys, fans with badges. It's terrible. It's awful. Whatever. Like, actually ask questions. Actually push your coach to answer questions. And the real talk with this, I think this team is incredibly interesting. And I don't think there's hardly anybody in the Denver media. My man Vic does a good job. Chris Dempsey, who I've mentioned, is a great friend of mine. But there's hardly anyone that does anything but blow bubbles at this team that has a badge and goes to the game. And that's wrong. Like, you be a journalist, not a fan. And so my issue mainly is with Nuggets media. But if I look at this team, and I look at this fan base, and I've always asked Nuggets fans, and I know some great Great Nuggets fan. Shout out Vicky Man Ray, who's always there sitting at the player's tunnel, right? Shout out Vicky. We're Facebook friends. Anyway, like, this fan base has some incredible fans. Like, really good fans. Here's what I want you to do, though. You need to do something for me, Nuggets fans. Okay, can you do this for me, please? Can you start demanding a championship? Please? Because basketball is fun. Basketball is super entertaining. And when you go to a game especially, the Nuggets put on a hell of a show. So maybe it's not bad you can't watch it. Am I being mean? It, maybe it's not bad that you can't watch it because you can just go to the game. Just go to the game. You go to a Nuggets game, you're going to get your bang for your buck. You're going to get your entertainment dollar. You're going to have fun. You're going to have a good time. You're going to see historic basketball. You're going to see a historic player, Nikola Jokic. And at the end of the day, don't get caught up in the future and all that. Get caught up in the now and get it caught up in the fact that this team is built to be a champion. So go get it. This window is so rare. Trust me, I've watched the Denver Nuggets. First off, I'm old. Secondly, I was born and raised in Colorado. Born in Cheyenne, but whatever. I grew up, obviously, in the country. Obviously, in the country. So, yeah, whatever. My mailbox was in Colorado. My house was 20 yards inside the Wyoming state line. Either way, Colorado through and through. Except that one person got mad at me, wrote a strongly worded letter to Raj one time, KJ, because I did some commercials for something, and I was like Coloradoan. And this person was like super, super mad. And so I think it was either a voicemail or a strongly worded letter, but it was like, can you please tell that moron, Cecil Lammy, that it's Coloradan? And I was like, just tell that guy to go smoke weed. Like, seriously, calm down, man. Take a quaalude. Like, seriously, what are you doing, Coloradan? I've wa- I remember T.R. Dunn, right, little Michael Adams. I remember trying to emulate Michael Adams' three-point shot. Uh, Lafonso Ellis. I got kicked out of the church league. Did I tell you this story, KJ? No, you have not. So Monday nights in Fort Collins, which we called Fort Fun, We'd always get together and play basketball at this church. Beautiful church off of somewhere around uh, Prospect and LeMay. Because that's where my 7-Eleven was that I worked out. Shout out 7-Eleven. Always open. Um, So I got kicked out of my church league because I did the Lafonso Ellis block. Now, you probably don't know this block, KJ. One, you're young. Two, you're not from Colorado. So I want you to go to YouTube right now. Please do me the favor. This is a live program, everybody. 
Go to YouTube, type in LaFonzo Ellis Block, and you will see Fonz do this block. Watch this, dude. Watch. Watch me. Over here. I'll do the block right here, KJ. He cups it as the dude's going, and he cups it and takes it out of his hand and then stands there like that. So in a church league, this dude was driving by me for a layup. I jumped up because I could jump, and yes, I could dunk. The stupidest thing we've ever done on these airwaves is when D and Tyler and Nick and everybody were like, you can't dunk. I could always dunk. It was the 90s. No one had a cell phone. I don't have video evidence, but I have multiple, multiple, multiple witnesses that said I could dunk. Anyway, I jumped up. I cupped the ball. Did you see it? Is it on YouTube? Did you find it? I cupped the ball. I took it out of his hand, and I came down, and I'm not sure what LaFonso Ellis said in that game, but I know what I said. And it should not be said in the house of the Lord. Because <laughs> this church was huge. It had a basketball court. The basketball court was carpet, though. That was the problem. So, like, if you fell, you're getting some carpet burns, right? So, it was cool. It was good. And I loved playing basketball every Monday night. And then Pastor Jim was like, hey, um, you know, this is a church. <laughs> and I was like, oh, damn it. Me and my big mouth, because I love playing basketball on Monday nights, but when you do the LaFonso Ellis block, when you cup the ball and take it out of someone's hands, you're going to have some not-so-nice things to say. Anyway, so I've watched this team for a long, long time, okay? I've watched the Nuggets for a long time. I've admired the Nuggets for a long time. Like I said, T.R. Dunn, Michael Adams, LaFonso Ellis, I was elated when they beat the Seattle Supersonics. When they were able to be the eight that beat the one. I was elated. I was over the moon. Love Doug Moe. Like, um, my appreciation for Denver basketball goes a long, long time. Y'all may know me as a football guy. I'm a super nerd. I I love football. Jim Leal McLaughlin is Philip Lindsay with hands. I don't want to make Philip Lindsay fans mad, for the love of God. <laughs> that was enough to deal with, huh? It was worse than Drew Locke fans. He can play. So when I say this to you, Nuggets fans, and I'm not going to say I'm a Nuggets fan. One, I'm in the media. I can't really be a fan. I wish more Nuggets reporters were not fans because it... It skewers the way you look at things if you're a fan. It's okay. Everything's okay. No, sometimes everything's not okay, and it's okay to tell the truth. And I feel too many times the nuggets are left off the hook, and it's because the media doesn't push them for the truth. Anyway, my complaining aside, I want you to do this, Nuggets fans. Demand a championship. I didn't give you the Suns, whatever. What happens in tonight's game? They kick their ass. And if they lose tonight, you know what they're going to do next time out? They're going to kick their ass. You know what they're going to do? They're going to beat the Suns. On to the next one. KJ, I don't know if there's a radio version of it, but I would love my next bumper music to be Jay-Z. On to the next one. 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 Nuggets fans, don't worry about Phoenix. You got this. It's not even It's not even an issue. not even a thing. The Suns... Stink. And they don't have any depth at all whatsoever. And I know this. For the love of God, (laughs) the guy who's breaking down Valdosta State wide receivers knows that the Phoenix Suns have zero depth. So they're going to, you know, why is this interesting? Why is this intriguing? This is like a regular season game. 
with 10 games left in the regular season, you got the season wrapped up. Like, why? For who? For what? Ricky Waters, like, eh. This team should win it all. If they don't, well, then you've got some problems. Then we've got some more to talk about if you're willing to tell the truth. I'm Cecil Lammy. This is Denver Sports Tonight. Nuggets, Suns coming up. Obviously, you know my prediction. Obviously. So let's do this. I'll tell you what an NFL scout told me today about Marvin Mims Jr. and why there's some good in it and there's some concern. That's next. I got a million ways to get it. Cecil Larry, KJ on the ones and twos. Thank you for that. Hova. Hova song, and uh, we'll bring it down now, so we'll make sure it's edited. <laughs> I remember when my son was growing up, and he was like, Dad, I want to listen to, you know, he want to listen to cool music. First, the first rap album I gave him when he was like, I don't know, seven or six or whatever, I said, here's young MC. <laughs> Ain't got to cuss on his raps to sell records. <laughs> so I gave him the Young MC album. So he was like six or seven years old, rocking out to uh, <clears throat> Young MC, backwards is MC Young. I'll let him know. By the way, I can still do the fastest rhyme. Don't test me on that. I can do the fastest rhyme. I've proven it on these airways before. I don't need to do it again. Nobody wants to hear me rap. But I remember when that album, that Jay-Z album came out, uh, KJ, if you got the date, tell me, and then I can do the math on how old my son was. But anyway, I bought him the edited version. <laughs> and he was like, Dad, really? I was like, yes, son. Because you don't got to cuss on your raps to sell records. So, yeah, I've I've definitely listened to some edited Jay-Z. You know what's really good? And it sounds odd, and maybe it's just me, because I bought it at Walmart and Sterling. Shout out Walmart. Walton Penner Group. Is Bone Thugs and Harmony edited? Because you can't tell what the hell they're saying anyway. So Bone Thugs and Harmony edited. I bought The Art of War, and I didn't know Walmart had uh, edited music. So I thought I was all cool, bumping around in my Jeep and a six-disc CD changer. You know, those six discs, two of them were Bone Thugs and Harmony, and it was edited. I had no idea until later on. I was at a party, and they were playing Bone Thugs and Harmony. I was like, I love this song. And then they started saying stuff that I'd never heard them say before. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second, huh? Oh, I guess I have the edited version. 2009? Okay, so my son was 10. So when my son was 10, I got him the edited version of that album. Uh, Blueprint 3, top of my head. Uh, yeah. Something like that, yeah. But uh, Kingdom Come, I remember when Kingdom Come came out, me and Big Al... Damn, we listened to the hell out of that album. Like, all over the place. Running around in his Escalade, right? Going to the, what? Purple Martini was right over here when it was open still. Off of Bellevue, I think, by uh, Pancake House. Anyway, going down memory lane, talking about the Denver Nuggets. You got to win it all. Stop talking. Stop. <laughs> Go win it. Go win it all. And uh, 
There you go. Oh, by the way, John Davis. Shout out John Davis. I'm shouting everybody out tonight. Uh, he says, I love the rap talk on the radio. Great show so far. Thank you, J.D. Let's get some beers. We always talk about that. I mean, cold pops, whatever I got to say on air. But, like, yeah, hit up Roxborough, baby. Let's do that thing. Uh, I was talking to an NFL uh, executive today, NFL scout, not not a road scout, a, a, a director of scouting. And I was talking about the Broncos draft because it was just it was basically a how you doing call. It wasn't necessarily about football, but knowing me, I always had to throw in some football conversation. And we were talking about Jaleel McLaughlin. And I was told, like, okay, that's Philip Lindsay with hands. And listen, y'all love Philip Lindsay from Colorado. We got yes, all right. And Seattle Sea Dragons. I got my Philip Lindsay jersey. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the bottom line is he couldn't catch, and it wasn't for lack of opportunity, even though he wasn't thrown at very much. But he wasn't thrown at very much because he couldn't catch. All right. And I just want to tell the truth. Love him. Colorado, see you, Colorado, yeah, uh, yes, awesome, incredible. Can we please just be honest? Can we please be honest? I feel like I'm talking about the Nuggets. It's like when you talk about Garrett Bowles and people get bent out of shape, like, you can't say that, I'm his friend. Yeah, you know what, I'm his friend too, and I'll tell him he's got stuff to work on him when I'm standing talking in the locker room. You know why? Because Garrett's a good guy. Philip Lindsay. Oh, my zone is GB zone. Yeah, GB zone. Philip Lindsay, great story. Colorado proud. Can't catch. You know what Jaleel McLaughlin can do? Can catch. But I want to tell you about Marvin Mims. Uh, everyone's saying Emmanuel Sanders, stop, please. Please stop. It's not, he's not Sanders. Um, Sanders is so special. I love E. I love E. E gonna do E. I wish him and D, I wish that D-Mac thing, like, especially round two. Round two was embarrassing because it was like they're just hugging all the time. You ever watch the boxing match, KJ, where it's like you're looking forward to it and then all the guys do is hug, mm-hmm. right? That was Emmanuel Sanders and D-Mac round two. Round one was a little, okay, what's he going to say to D-Mac? Like, wow, they really don't like each other. And then round two, they'd already, like, kissed and made up, you know? So I was disappointed. I just spend that money on a pay-per-view. Oh, it wasn't pay-per-view. Anyway, uh, stop saying Emmanuel Sanders. I was told today that Marvin Mims Jr. could be kind of a launch kit Derek Mason. And I appreciate that. Now, if we go back through Derek Mason's career, fantastic, stupendous, tremendous. I mean, Derek Mason, one of the uh, consummate pro. And this is what I was told about Marvin Mims Jr. This is why you need to be... Excited, stupendous, amazing. Uh, I mean, just so ready for Marvin Mims to essentially dominate in this league. Now, he'll do it in Deshaun. I said Deshaun Jackson to the scouting director, and he was like, eh. Now, I'm going to stick to the Deshaun Jackson comparison because he's not Emmanuel Sanders. E gun do E. Emmanuel Sanders was a dog. Emmanuel Sanders would win every 50-50 ball. Marvin Mims doesn't do that, okay? Marvin Mims is super fast. He teleports down the field. Um, I mean, he is, he's insane with that speed and that playmaking ability. He's got late hands. Like, there's a ton to like about him. He's not Emmanuel Sanders, so please stop saying that. But if you say starter kit Derek Mason, I want to remind you about Derek Mason, his time not only with the Baltimore Ravens, where he already was that savvy pro, but his time as a young shaver in the National Football League when he was at the Tennessee Titans. Derek Mason was an incredible pro. 
a precise route runner that could work all three levels of defense. And, and young Derek Mason had that speed. Maybe not as fast as Marvin Mims. People need to, you need to realize, Broncos country, there is a blur that is going to be on your screen. Don't wipe your screen. Don't slow it down. Don't rewind your television because you're not going to be able to catch him on camera. That's Marvin Mims. Okay, so that blur that you see, hey, I'm not, I might be them uh, cataracts kicking in. No, that's Marvin Mims, baby. That's how fast that guy is. He'll run right past your ass, okay? The dude is a blur. He's an absolute speed freak demon, all right? And I love him. I love his game. So when I'm talking to the scouting director today, and he told me starter kit Derek Mason, I was like, okay, yeah, because young Derek Mason, people remember old Derek Mason. I'm talking about young Derek Mason. I'm talking about pros, pro, prepared every day. I'm talking about the guy that showed up, run routes, precise, gets open, guile, speed, hands, quarterback favorite. So you tell me starter kit Derek Mason, and I go, great. Now, is he a true number one? I don't necessarily think so. But Marvin Mims might be the best receiver the Broncos have right now. Today, right now. May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. May 5th, he might be their best receiver right now because Cortland Sutton's not a true one. I love Court. I hate to say that. I hate that I have to say that. I don't want to say that, but I'm not going to lie to you guys. Okay? Somebody on Twitter asked me, like, is Cortland Sutton ever going to be the same? No. <laughs> Why is that a question? <laughs> is Cortland Sutton ever going to be the same? What? We're going to give him a fifth year? Like, hey, that uh, shredded knee. Only takes six years to get right. Like, no, we know the answer, baby, and it kills me. Okay, I hate this. I hate saying this. I love Cortland. I love him. Love him. I called him the steal of the draft. And that injury just robbed him, man. So is he ever going to be the same? No. Is he ever going to be a number one? No. Is Tim Patrick a number one? No. Is Jerry Judy a number one? Eh, I mean, kind of. <laughs> I wish Jerry Judy was dialed in. Like, seriously, Jerry Judy. I already asked Nuggets fans to do one thing for me. Hey, Nuggets fans, go demand a championship because you're already there, baby. You got the, the, you got this championship roster. You got the greatest player on the planet. You got a good coach. I like Michael Malone. I'm not going to use his nickname. I don't want to be mean. But, like, I like Michael Malone. I was wanting Michael Malone. Was it Brian Shaw? KJ, just remind me, because that was, like, Raj's best friend. <laughs> Raj loved Brian Shaw. He, like, loved him. Like, loved him. And after that era was awful, I was like, go get a Michael Malone. Guys like LeBron love Michael Malone. Like, who am I to hate or doubt on Michael Malone? I think Michael Malone's tremendous. He's a little stubborn, a little grouchy. I'm okay with that. It's fine. I mean, sometimes guys need a kick in the ass. You know, that's I'm okay with that. I'm old school, baby. So, Michael Malone, yeah, I mean, you've got this talent. Get it done. I have a, I have a request for Jerry Judy. Care. Please, Jerry Judy, I beg of you. You have talent. You're the greatest route runner in the league. You have speed. You have quickness. You have hands. Please, just care. Because when you're dialed in, you, Jerry Judy, right there. 
when you're dialed in and you're not worried about your Twitter followers or Instagram feed or going viral with some video where you're running around at a beach, when Jerry Judy's dialed in, he can be a top 10 receiver in this league. The problem is he doesn't seem to be as focused as he needs to be. So, Jerry, please care. Please imagine I'm eyeing your pocketbook, and I would like to grow. Because <laughs> I'll tell you this, I'll tell you this, and then damn 50-year option, tear that thing up. Tear it up. 50-year option, tear it up. If Jerry Judy plays the way he can, he's going to get paid. Paid. And that only happens if you care. So, that's the bottom line. <laughs> Every time, KJ. All right, Denver Sports tonight. Cecil Lammy. What are the Nuggets going to do tonight? Uh, God. I'll tell you next. Ah, uh, yeah. Molly Cruz better without Vince Neal. <laughs> Looking like the abominable snowman over there. Hey, Vince, go get you some soda, baby. Holy cow. Vince Neal. Dude. Vince Meal, part of Meal Team 6. Like, come on, dude. Seriously. I watched him in 85, my very first concert, when I was a young shaver on the East Coast of Colorado, and he couldn't even finish Girls, Girls, Girls then, and he wasn't even, he wasn't even fat. <laughs> He's just out of breath. I mean, it was the altitude. I don't know. But thank you for playing Motley Crue without Vince Neal, because he's, it's so sad. It's so sad. Watching it, I don't know why it comes up in my Facebook feed, but I'm like, I don't, I don't want to see Fat Vince Neal, please. What are the Nuggets going to do tonight? They're going to kick their ass, okay? And I know I probably, did we hand out a Above and Beyond Award for the number of asses that are in one show? No, because I would win it. Cecil, could you come to the office and bring everything in your desk, please? You said ass, like... 15 times in one hour. I mean, you know, <clears throat> some would say, I'm the I'm the big ass. But either way, why are we worried about this? Seriously. Go to the game. Have fun. Kick ass on the wild side. That's your Vince Neil reference. But, like, it's the Suns. They're not equipped to beat a team like the Denver Nuggets. And as much as I appreciate Michael Malone, the Nuggets could coach themselves and win this in five. So does tonight's game matter in game three? Oh, for the love of God, just just crush them. Crush their bones into dust and move on. The real games that matter most for the Denver Nuggets, it ain't tonight, baby. Okay. Everyone go, have fun, great time, Cinco de Mayo, like, yes. And I'm Chicano, so I can do that. No one get offended. Everyone's offended over everything. For the love of God, stop. Stop. And Nuggets fans, demand a championship. This team is good enough to win it all. So am I going to get all Twitter painted over? What are they going to do against the Suns? The Suns suck. Suns and four guys sucks. Those two Nuggets fans he beat up, those guys stink. They're the worst people on the planet. Like, okay, whatever. Like, go beat the hell out of the Suns, and can we move on, please? I'm already bored by the NBA playoffs. And, I don't know, the Bucks surprise or whatever. Surprise, Milwaukee. Sorry, Giannis. 
Although Giannis's emotions after that press conference, I I am on board with Giannis. I can't say his last name. The Greek freak. And I know it's phonetic. Phonetic? Is it phonetic? I can't even say phonetic. Uh, you're, you're doing great. Hey, let's try this. Let's let's practice. On it, Akumpo. Hey, there you go. I got it. See, there you go. Once in a while, blind squirrel finds a nut. Am I right, fellas? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I love when I make KJ laugh. I might. You might be the only one that's laughing. But either way, um, I'm I'm bored with the NBA playoffs. Like incredibly bored. And I know I'm the football guy, and I know I'm watching Valdosta State. But, like, yeah, just go, go, next, please. Please. Can you bring on the Western Conference Finals? Can you bring on the NBA Finals? The Nuggets should win it all this year. If they don't, then you've got problemas. As my family from down south would say, problemas, Nuggets fans. So go, whatever, Suns it. Pathetic. The Phoenix Suns are pathetic. The Denver Nuggets will sweep them or, at worst, get a gentleman sweep. And there you go. That's right. <laughs> if you want to get crazy on Cinco de Mayo, then this is the way you do it. All right. That's a wrap for tonight's show. I'm Cecil Lammy saying thanks for listening to Denver Sports tonight. Check out denversports.com and sign up for that Denver Sports Daily. He's KJ. I'm Cecil. Be safe. Be kind. Know that you're appreciated. Stay tuned and stay frosty. Stay tuned.